7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Good evening, good evening. Thank you for staying with us here on SAFM and for joining us on SAFM Spot On. I am Tabi Somosia Velele Mianu is producing the show. Bongiwe Soaz is in technical. The second half is about to get underway in that big game at the FNB Stadium between Bafana Bafana and Ethiopia. It is currently 1-0 to Bafana Bafana at halftime thanks to an own goal and we won't waste any more time and go straight to the stadium to get um, the report on the first half. And if you've been watching, if uh, please get in touch with us if you've been watching this game and give us your impression. Uh, number for voice notes 061-4104-107 061-4104-107 and also call us directly on 011-714-2006 and uh, this, let's go live to the FNB stadium and journalist sports journalist Matlatsi Mpathele joins us on the line Matlatsi good evening thank you for speaking to us here on SAFM yeah, good evening to you member good evening to listeners and to Velile thank you very much Thank you. What's uh, how has the first half been for you? Uh, you know, I think to to start we could say you know we, you know obviously we were asked to arrive early here at the stadium. Uh, there was a lot of uh, you know checks and temperatures and uh, um, proving that uh, you have been vaccinated. Either you had to produce your certificate or the SMS that they send you when you were vaccinated, and uh, you know you did all the necessary stuff and went in. Uh, uh, unfortunately, there's not been a lot of us here because some of the guys among the journalists who have not been fully vaccinated up, unfortunately, they were not let in. So it's a few of us here. But the same process which we went through is the same process that the fans went through. Uh, but looking at this number of fans here, I, I may be wrong, but I don't think it's the 2,000 in totality. But in any way, it is a good crowd. I'm sure they'll look very nice. Uh, on TV because they've, uh, you know, sort of sat on the other side of the field, uh, which will make uh, not look nice for TV. And uh, in the numbers that are in now, uh, they are making quite a, uh, you know, a record here. And I'm sure the fans are motivated to finally come out at a big stadium like this, at an important match like this, and pray in front of in front of fans, which is something that has not happened in almost 20 months. Yes, and have Bafana been uh, good value for the one elite so far, or has it been a tricky uh, first half? I was actually discussing this first half performance uh, before we come on here with a colleague to say um, it has been cagey. Um, if Bafana were playing against a, a well-oiled and uh, you know capable opponent, they could have punished us. We made some, uh, ele- you know, a number of elementary errors at the back, uh, which a better team and better better opposition could have punished us. And also, uh, on, on our part, uh, generally, uh, not a bad game, uh, so to speak. Uh, we missed a lot of chances. Uh, in particular, that chance by uh, Victor Lassol in the first half. Mm. He should have scored there. Uh, it was just, uh, actually, it was easy to score than to miss. But uh, these kinds of things happen in the game. And, uh, you know, I think uh, it's going to be very important for them to try and score that second insurance goal to ensure that uh, they are not going to be under pressure in the later stages of the second half. And you mentioned the Ethiopians have also been impressive in the first half, and they seem to be com- coming through the right channel of Bafana Bafana. Is that where the weakness could be? Are they targeting that side of Nico Mobi? Yeah, and you know, this issue of Nico Mobi has been a, a, a typical issue for the, for, you know, for the longest time since the coach has been here. Clearly, uh, the coach sort of believes in his potential, but uh, he tends to be uh, you know, the weak link uh, in this team. Uh, even though 
uh, they've been getting favorable results to a large extent. Uh, but uh, yeah, you are right, they are targeting him. But, uh, you know, you know I mean, also if you look, um, you know, the entire team, uh, we've made a few mistakes here and there uh, in the defense there in the center uh, where um, the Rook and Kulu uh, have operated. They've allowed, uh, uh, especially, uh, you know, Kadebe, their, their captain, is giving them problems there. You can see the player for, from this Ethiopian is to, is to try and get as many balls as to him as he's their danger man. And uh, he goes at them. Uh, and I mean, like, if you speak now, uh, we've just considered a, a free kick uh, just outside the box, which can be dangerous. So they'll have to make sure that they eliminate these mistakes. They, 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 they sort of uh, keep calm and try and score that insurance goal as early as possible. Because if we continue like this, we may have a problem in the later stages because we have to win this game considering the fact that Ghana beat uh, Zimbabwe earlier, which makes this group very, very interesting because uh, as things stands now, there is one point separating South Africa and Ghana in Group G. Do you think they're playing with, with a bit of that pressure, Masatsi, that maybe they know the result from Ghana in Ethiopia? I mean, Ghana in Zimbabwe. Yeah, it, it is actually something which, uh, you know, it will be interesting to hear from the coach and the players after the match as to, you know, how much did it play in their mind knowing that uh, Ghana has won. I, 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 for one, I would think that uh, it may sort of put them under pressure. Uh, if they didn't know, if maybe these games were playing at the same time, that pressure will not necessarily be there. They'll probably know the square half time, but you are right. I think uh, the fact that uh, they went into this match knowing that Ghana is one would somehow have an impact as to how they're playing here. But they shouldn't try and uh, you know, worry about what happens elsewhere. The most important thing for them is to, is to keep calm here, continue or a little bit more of what they've been, of what they've done in the first half and continue putting pressure down in the second half. Uh, I'll repeat it again. It's important that they need to go out there and score that second goal to make sure that there's no uh, finger, fingernail biting uh, in the late stages because we don't need that pressure. The win here keeps them right in control of this group and uh, dropping points here will definitely be problematic because also, if you must remember, in the next match, Ghana play against this very same uh, 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 Ethiopia. And I don't think that Ethiopia will have it in them to beat uh, a full-strength Ghana who, you know, today had all their top stars. So it's important that we need to do the job here. And the sooner they score the second goal, the better. Well, that free kick hit uh, um, Terence Masheko. He, he was part of an extended wall. It went out for a corner. Uh, there have been two successive corners for Ethiopia. We're piling the pressure on now on Bafana Bafana. As we wrap up, before we let you go, Masheko, to go watch the rest of the second half, um, Jabulong Nobo is playing in midfield. Is that a surprise for you? And are you feeling the gap that was left by Mutobi Mvala? Um, I, I've watched him. I think uh, you know, he has done fairly well. Uh, of course, it's a surprise. I mean, the guy is a natural defender. Uh, but, uh, you know, coaches like to do these things. I mean, if you remember what Coach Pito did with Rivaldo Gautier, um, you know, I'm sure they've worked on this uh, training. He, he, you know, he could not have just woke up this morning and decided to play in the midfield. So uh, his combination uh, with Yusuf Mark and, and, and Devon Mugana there, uh, you know, it's not bad. I mean, he has done, he has done fairly well. Um, obviously, you know, uh, his ball control and uh, I guess the awareness of uh, playing in the midfield is not really there compared to Mart and Yusuf, who are, you know, are players who are comfortable playing there. But uh, he's doing the defensive job. Uh, he's the water carrier there. You need that, somebody who will clean up. Because, uh, uh, you know, uh, Mart and, and Mugwena are, 
you have all playing players and they need somebody who will protect them. So it is a ploy uh, that took me by surprise, but, uh, you know, so far so good. Um, you know, it's just a matter of consolidating and ensuring that we don't concede and try and score as soon as possible. Okay, Matlatsi, thank you for joining us and giving us an update. Enjoy the rest of the game. Let's not keep you for long. And as, uh, before, as, as I'm just about to go, he nearly scored the oh, yes. with a... Long range. <laughs> with a, we are with a long range shot from outside the box. <laughs> okay. okay. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it's coming. Thanks, Matlatsi Mpatlele, for speaking to us. Times Live Sports Journalist. You can also follow him on social media there. By the way, if you did miss the starting 11, there were four changes made by Coach Hugo Bruce for this one. Some of them are injury forced, and the starting 11 is Ronan Williams in goal, Nyeko Mobi, Sianda Kolurushundu, Rick, and Terence Masheko at the back. So that is in changed. And then in midfield, in Jabulo Ngobo, who comes in from Mvala. There's also Yusuf Martu probably takes the place of Ethan Brooks then. Tebu Homukwe and Victor Litswalo in for a Kutumela. And there's Evidence Mahopa who replaces Tsekhofa Tomabasa who started in the last game in uh, Ethiopia. And then there's also Bongo Kutle Shongwane who's supposed to be giving Nico Mobi some support defensively on that right, but it's not happening. But yeah, the first 10 minutes of this, of first 30, what? Sure, my match is gone. First eight minutes of the second half, it's still Ethiopia piling on the pressure here on Bafana Bafana, just like we saw in that second half. And maybe just like we saw in that first game in Bahidar, where despite the 3-1 scoreline, we heard from Pumuzo Manenza yesterday that it was Ethiopia who dominated that game, but they were kept at bay by some fantastic saves from Ronin Williams. Looks like Bafana are happy to catch them on the break here. And uh, that's what they've been doing so far. And they seem to be finding it. Oh, he has a great chance in the middle for Bafana Bafana. But Evidence Makopa could not connect. I want to check if he was onside. Um, he did look offside from the naked eye. But I can only see the angle that I'm being shown by the TV. No, he's definitely offside. Did the, did the, um, did the flag come up? Okay, the flag came up. No, he was definitely um, offside. There was a cross from the right. They put it in the box and then he tried to finish, but he was in sixes and sevens. They couldn't finish properly. And that's how Bafana Bafana have been attacking in this game. They try to catch them on a quick counter, uh, get the ball to the right and get those crosses in. There were a couple of those, actually. And that chance that Maslatze was talking about came from the right across. Vitalitz Alo was prob- probably scored in his heart. And here's another one. Same ball, same place from the right. It falls from Mahopa. It's- oh, it's cleared off the line. It's cleared off the line. He almost scored. Bafana still have the ball, though, coming from the left now. Let's see if they can get the cross inside the box. They get the cross, but it is blocked. So two great chances for Bafana. Bafana, well, the one was offside. We're not going to count that. But almost a replica of that chance also coming from the right. As I was saying it, Evidence Mahopa threw with the keeper, but could not finish there. Sure, let's hope that... um, Bafana don't regret these opportunities then because it's Ethiopia with most of the ball. But credit to Bafana Bafana when they do go forward, they they, they go forward with intent and, and they look like they, 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 they can score. Let's hear some of the voice notes. What do you make of the game so far? 061-4104-107. You can also call us directly on 011-714-2006. It will be nice to get a replay now sometime today to see how that was cleared off the line. But let's play the voice notes so far. So, Titi, this is Pozeza from Hamanskra. I'm not happy with how we defend. Ethiopia can easily penetrate us from the back. We need to fix that or else we're going to concede. Uh, on the next issue, I hope we can get an Arab with oil money to come and buy Orlando Pirates. 
Okay, let's focus. Let's let's focus on national team matters now. Let's let's not get personal and get emotional now. But there was that chance for Makopa. They cleared off the line by Ethiopia. He probably thought he'd done enough just to sneak it past the goalkeeper after being put through there, but it wasn't to be. We go back to the FNB Stadium. That's where we find Sports 24 journalist Kanyiso Chwaku. He's been hard at work long before the game, uh, painting the picture of what's been happening outside. And uh, there have been some interesting posts that he's made, and that's why we thought we should call him here. Um, Kanyiso, good evening. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM. Good evening, Tabiso. Good evening, listeners. We've been following your tweets before the game. How was the process of allowing vaccinated fans into the stadium? Well, for those are documentation to search forward, um, but I suspect that those who may not have been up to speed with how the process works um, were the ones who were quite upset. I mean, there was a group of Ethiopian um, embassy officials thought by just being um, by just being vaccinated, they'll be allowed into the stadium, and that unfortunately didn't happen for them. Um, there are also a number of media personnel. Um, for my and for 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 obvious for obvious reasons, who we are not able to get into stadium because they were not vaccinated. Whether that was communicated to them by Safa is a is a different story because um they were attending press conferences and training sessions with us. So I mean there were also a group of fans. I think they said they travelled from Bumalanga. Um, they actually started caucusing in a group and then they walked towards the entrance point. Um, but the police were able to deal with that matter very calmly. Um, and very effectively. And um, in, in speaking to some of them, I think it became clear that they, that, that, that they needed to register um, online to attend the game. Um, I think it was not made clear to them, and hence why um, there was a bit of angst from them. But as I'd left, I'd left um, that particular area 10 minutes into the game. It was need to actually come into the stadium um, area um, to actually cover the game itself. So um, I haven't seen or heard anything um, that has been coming in that direction. I think um, have uh, I suspect it happens when, when you look at the east side of the stadium with the bulk of the fans are sitting. I haven't seen an on rush and on mass of fans um, that have been coming in. So I think that um, the security personnel and the police uh, and the police may have actually handled that particular matter very well. Operating on the instructions that are given to them in that they can only allow people in who are one vaccinated, two who have tickets, three who can actually be shown their proof of ID and their vaccination cards. I mean, those who actually had um, those particular documents actually um, were actually to, were able to move in swimming without any issues. Okay, let's just play a clip from one of your tweets that I've been talking about. You'll just take us through what's going on here. I'm not mad. 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 not not Okay, that's from your Twitter. So I assume these were fans that had wanted to get into the stadium, but they did not follow the ticketing process. Um, yes, I think that's one of them. I did not get their name, to be honest. But that they were not able to actually get in. Um, they were not able to get in. And they were, they were part of the group that initially caucused. And then there's also a small outside perimeter where fans actually had to walk through first. Um, showing their documentation. Um, that particular group of people um, actually um, gathered in as a group and then they walked past and actually overwhelmed the security initially. But as they got to the, to the first security checkpoint, um, they were unable to access because the police and the security there were very clear with regards to what was needed. 
So that was part of that group that was caucusing um, just on the, on, on the perimeter edge, and then they walked in. But at the end of the day, I, as, I, as, as I walked in and I left, that particular group was still being I was still outside and still being asked to leave that area with people in the gathering. So, so, that, so, so there were people that went there without proper documentation, basically. Did, did, did they not know, or were they trying to take chances? I think it's, 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 it's half and half. It's, I think because a lot of them saying that they are from Nelspruit, um, and they travel that far to actually come and actually watch the game. There was a video that I'm just trying to quote for the official of my There was a European, uh, an Ethiopian supporter who was mainly tangled with one of the security with one of the security guards because he said that I have vaccinated, so that means I can actually watch the game. So why do I need a ticket? And the security was very, very calm with him and told him that you should understand that this is how the process works, and this is how it is. Nothing is going to change just because all the vaccinated. There are people you are here who follow the process. Therefore, it's also incumbent on you to follow the process. If you don't have a ticket, even if vaccinated, you are not supposed to be here. So I think that that there was a one, there was one isolated incident. There were other incidents that I actually spoke about earlier with a group of Ethiopians who mm. said they were vaccinated but didn't have tickets, and they felt a bit, they felt a bit cheated and said that maybe this is political because their team is playing. They were only here to watch the team. We actually felt that they may not have been following news outlets. Where they were, which was very, which was made pretty clear that this is a process that needs to be followed for fans to actually come and watch the matches. And then, what was the issue with the Ethiopian embassy? Because I saw you had a video of them also. I suspect that they came here thinking that they just was there. They had accreditation on them, mm-hmm. and they thought that would be enough to get them into the stadium. But as it, as it emerged, it did not seem to be the case because they were also asked if they can't prove if they can't prove that they have match tickets, they unfortunately cannot come in. Okay, but of, overall, uh, can you so are you satisfied with the process and, 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 and how they kept to the rules? No, it is, it is. I mean, though if it, 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 it fans are compliant, this is easy. But also, I, I, I could be right, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But you sometimes, South African football fans would like to take chances, where it's like, oh, we don't have tickets, but let's get to the stadium and see what happens. I mean, we'd often come for, for pre COVID with the 10 big matches where fans clearly don't have tickets. But they'll hang around in the stadium edges hoping that someone will pay them a few tickets and those tickets don't materialize. So now I think what what, what fans now need to understand that um, because of the scarcity of tickets um, through these processes that will be used, because clearly this pilot project does work. I mean, mm-hmm. there were fans that came in holding juice bottles. They were told, no, you can't let them in. And what was very nasty that the fans weren't ag- aggressive. They were very compliant. They're like, okay, these are not allowed. Then we'll go put them back in the car. Then I'll come back. Will I still be able to come in? They said, yes, you'll be able to come in. So long as you just come in with yourself, carrying nothing. Um, except if it's your phone, if you, because you may have some that have digital vaccination certificates. So, I mean, a lot of the South African fans that came in are very, very compliant. And I think um, if fans are compliant, because remember that projects like these are very... Um, deter, uh, highly determined by how fans react because fans can be volatile. Fans want fans want, and at some point, and, and, and they need to understand that things can't be done in the manner in which they were done pre-COVID. It's a different um, stage that we're working with now, and if um, the rules are set and cast in a particular manner, fans need to understand them. So I think the ones that have come in with the, uh, the majority that have come in, and um, the, the ones that I saw were very very compliant. Some coming late because again, it is a midweek day, it is a work week. Um, people needed to come from home to the stadium and actually come in. Some will come from the office. So, I mean, there were any issues with those who actually um, had the proper documentation. Okay, Kanye, so let's leave it there. Let's let you enjoy the rest of the second half. Thanks for taking our call on SAFM. Okay, no problem.
follow him on social media k morrism on social media um but it's been an open game so far chances on both sides more chances are for ethiopia than for bafana bafana so far but it looks like both sides are, are, are rushing it now as you can tell um ethiopia desperate for a goal to bring them back into this game and bafana desperate for that second goal and there's just been a change that has been made by coach hugo bruce um i've just seen uh tabani zuka come on it looks like tebo is the player that has been substituted there by uh, coach uh, hugo bruce so there is the sub then uh, zuke of our golden arrows comes in to the team probably to reinforce that defense there